Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. Welcome to the, uh, the, the Oktoberfest in May. We got the, uh, how you say, the bratwurst here, bratwurst, and we got the Heine, Heineken here, and it is a part, oh, 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 there's not quite a head on it, and uh, I know you're thinking, is he wearing lighter hosen or is he pantsless, and I will leave that to your imagination, but James, all of the viewers, the festivities have begun because wrong and wronger is back, baby. And I got a mouthful of sausage and not in the weird way. And Breakwell, how are you doing after your hiatus? I'm doing great. I'm doing so good. I'm going to kick us off with an intro compliment. I'm that fired up. I would like to compliment you for being such a sore loser that when you finally lost a week, you had to disappear off the map and we couldn't even record an episode. You were that distraught. So I want to congratulate you for being that passionate about our podcast that literally nobody else cares about. I think one person asked where it was in our bye week, but you knew where it yeah. was because you, you, as you hid in your secret location, <laughs> sulking away. So congrats so for the just, passion. Let me summarize just to make sure I understand what it is you're saying here. Your compliment to me <laughs> is that I was distraught and refused to do the podcast. No, you're you're framing it wrong. My compliment is that you live and die by this podcast. You got passion, Steve. It just so <laughs> happens in this one particular <laughs> instance, you channeled it poorly and went away and hid. Wow. Yeah. It happens. Um, I understand. Uh, I'm a little taken aback at the um, ferocity of your compliment. It's <laughs> I'm just as passionate more as you are. than usual this week. <laughs> Wow. Uh, well, it's that kind of gamesmanship that you can expect from the always pleasant to be around Dr. James Breakwell. What? And uh, the good looking and <laughs> Dr. Dr. James Breakwell, I got upgraded. <laughs> well, it's a doctor of, um, I can't use bad words on the podcast. It's funny how people notice when I say a little damn or a little hell somewhere in there that uh, apparently your people are all made out of like styrofoam and they start melting in the face of such vulgarity. But uh, yeah, you reach the podcast where we argue about things that mean nothing to anybody and I really believe it is nobody that these things mean anything to, <laughs> but a lot to James and I and that's why we keep coming back every week because it's not for you, the two people that do kind of meander through every now and again. But uh, James, compliment aside, how are you? I'm concerned. I didn't see you for like two weeks. I, I'm alive. I'm here. I, you, you caught me right after. Uh, we're getting ready for the triple birthday party coming up, and we were frantically yeah. moving things up and downstairs. So if you see me sweatier than usual, that is why. I am horribly out of shape and unsuited <laughs> for moving anything of any kind. I like the phrase, sweatier than usual. Yes. <laughs> got to qualify that seems to it. apply. You've got a certain baseline level of sweat yes. that we've come to accept from you. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been two weeks, and there was one thing after the other last week. And uh, don't make this all Dr. Steve's issue, because Steve was not the one who started the ball rolling what? down the wrong hill. 
I should be allowed to take a slight delay. And you, and it, I wouldn't have even recorded on Wednesday last week. I can go the last minute. I, I'm clutch under pressure. But you, you said you couldn't do it. You, technical difficulties, because again, hotels don't have phones because you're the only one in America who uses them. <laughs> and when you couldn't do it Tuesday, you just you just scratched us. We were just done. And that was okay because I said, hey, that's a week I don't have to talk to, to Steve. So you know what? I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to look and get forced in the mouth. I'm just going to enjoy my vacation and enjoy it. I did. Does my perspective matter at all in this conversation no. that I actually brought up? Not, not even a little bit. Please continue with your part. <laughs> no, you know what? You're not worth my point of view. That's the way I look at it. Wow. Does this mean that I have to compliment you now? And by the way, you were spot on accurate when you said one person complained that we didn't put out a, a wrong and wronger last week. Zero people complained that we didn't put out a 10 minutes to save your marriage. And I don't know what that says about us. You know, a more self-aware podcast host would, would take that feedback to heart and just stop. But not us. We are still going. Not even the slightest bit discouraged. And I'll say this. You had some hurdles to overcome to be here tonight because literally as we were counting down into starting this recording, you were yelling at kids off in the background. Yes. Usually when we do this, they're asleep. But to accommodate Steve, once again, I'm bending over backwards oh this God. guy. We recorded half an hour early <laughs> and my children are awake. And I said, okay, guys, just don't shout out, shout out your real names and don't scream and cry. And they are doing all three of those things like up <laughs> to the minute this podcast started recording. So we'll see how this goes. You need one more wing on Breakwell Manor so that you can have your own private space where you can maybe light a fire in the fireplace, have a snifter of brandy, have one of those smoking jackets that Hugh Hefner would wear, and then uh, light up a nice pipe when we start recording the podcast. That's I, what you need. I like the sound of that. I'm sure there's there's room in your sprawling mansion to build myself a studio there. I could I could have my own wing in your house. You wouldn't even know I was there. It would take the servants weeks to find me. <laughs> there is some truth to that. There is kind of a guest wing that uh, <laughs> we put uh, in-laws when they come to visit. All right. Well, this is the podcast where we argue about things. And James, you know, we were in, and by we, I mean you, we're in such a rush to get this thing going. We didn't even really talk about what it is we're going to debate oh, today. I have one lined up. I've had one lined up for two weeks. This one's been percolating. This was a controversy from a little bit ago that nobody probably cares about anymore. But here it is. Should you wash your legs in the shower? What? What? What is that again? <laughs> Should you wash your legs in the shower? I guess some people don't wash their legs. They just let the soap drip down and cover the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> is this not acceptable? I, Do we need to scratch the topic on air? I don't, I don't have words to describe my reaction to that. <laughs> Next week, we're going to do Should You Wash Your Butt in the Shower, and maybe that'll get a little more controversy, but all right. Should you wash your legs in the shower? And I suppose I owe you a compliment through all of this. Yes. Yeah. Well, my compliment to you is that you are becoming more self-aware, because your last two email blasts took me and a team of interns, and I have my own at my house now, because... <laughs> It's sort of like when the Mueller report comes out, one human being cannot read the whole thing. So you've got to sort of divvy it out to your staff, read little bits and pieces. Otherwise, it would take one man like 36 years to get through it. Your emails have turned into that. And you did at one point in this last one say some, something to the effect of how long these emails are getting. And I thought, well, I'm not the only one. So congratulations on your own self-awareness, James Breakwell. 
I apologize for working so hard to give out so much free content to my people. I will I will cut back on that. They would be much shorter if I stopped having disasters. I was content to cut it off at one disaster, then a carryover disaster with a bet from the following week. three. And then everything went to hell with the, with the <laughs> fridge. And then what, what am I going to do? Am I going to not write about that? I mean, come on. Took up my whole Sunday. I had to delay. And I had to explain why I couldn't get it out on time. And... By then, I was taking up my entire Monday, my Memorial Day, when I should have been relaxing and grilling, and I was writing so I could have you and your, your team of interns complain about everything I have produced, because that Fervently is writing. who I am. I I am as selfless with that email as I am with these podcasts that nobody listens to. That's just the kind of guy well, I am. And I remember at some point when my eyes started spinning like slot machines, thinking to myself, Breakwell could have divided this and done a full column three different weeks because there were three disasters that you mentioned but i thought there's going to be 16 disasters between now and two weeks from now mm -hmm. and so if he just keeps tabling these like uh, he's going to have a backfill that'll take us until the next millennium that's exactly what i was afraid of and next week with the triple birthday party i mean that's going to be that's going to be like a four-part mm. adventure at least so no, we'll, we'll see if i'm even alive next week to record this podcast <laughs> oh we can only hope <laughs> i mean that you'll be alive you know oh, of course yeah all right. Well, oh, hey, by the way, yes, you can't see this. And I was going to send you a picture of it ahead of time, but I ran out of time. My cup has been um, assaulted again what? by baggage handlers. The, the first time it was by Delta baggage handlers in Canada, that broke off the handle. Canada? Now the cup has, well, yeah. They're supposed to be nice. Come on. I know, but they're used to wrangling moose and stuff up there. <laughs> now, American Airlines in Northwest Arkansas baggage handlers, like, broke a big chunk out of the body what? of the mug. Like, this mug is just being assaulted. What is so left? apparently, <laughs> half of our logo, and unfortunately, a little bit of you is still left. So we still have all of me, of course, but they knew who they were after. Maybe who would have cut out of the equation. Well, I feel like this is symbolic of my escape. Like, I, I'm glad that I broke free. The, the, the baggage handlers knew we needed to be separated once and for all. So this, this is a sign. But maybe after this week. Because I'd really like a second win in a row. I'm feeling this one. All right. Well, do you wash your legs or not yes. in the shower? Because, obviously, people have been talking about this for eons. What do <laughs> the two sides of the Guam quarter represent for you, James Bregwell? Heads, wash your legs. Tails, don't wash your legs. All right. Should be double-headed coin here, but all right. So it is, it is heads. So you have, oops, you have wash your legs. Great, I have don't wash your legs in the shower. That's a completely defensible position. Thank you for that. <laughs> I, could, I could defend it. I'm, I'm sure he'll find a way. But I'm, not, I'm not going to spoon feed you your arguments. You've had, you've had enough success on here with <laughs> those faulty positions. Which you tend to do positions. on these weeks. So I think it's pretty obvious that when you go in a shower, you should wash your entire body. You don't just wash part of your body. You don't just stop. Like, oh boy, I don't even wash my legs. They're, they're like, well, it depends. I mean, you're you're the size of an Oompa Loompa, as your intro alluded to. So, I mean, for you, your legs are a very small percentage. But my legs are like... I am the Shaquille O'Neal of Oompa Loompas. Thank you very much. I have like... My legs are like over half of my body. So, I, I need to wash them. There's a lot of surface area. There's a lot of stench. There's a lot of sweat. And I can't have secondhand soap from the rest of my body. I got to hit it directly with fresh soap or with a washcloth. Oh, wow. I mean, if you if you rely on the soap of your, from the rest of your body to roll down to your legs, it's taking all that grime with it. It's just recoating your legs. I mean, the only appropriate way to take a shower is to start at the top, work your way down, showing and shampooing is needed, and then 
Oh, here comes a pig. Uh, and then, and then <laughs> what you do you is you wash, routine, wash your right. legs at the bottom. She's just walking up behind me. That's one of the other perks of doing this a little bit earlier. You get to see the, the nighttime ritual of the Breakwell household as the, my, the animals gradually migrate their way upstairs to join the other animals. All oh. right. But that's, that's my spiel. You wash your legs. It's just common sense. And that's why when you heard there was something other than washing your legs, you were stunned to silence. You, you tipped your hand too early before the Guam quarter of fate weighed in. And I think you're in trouble this week. No, 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 no. Because, James, I'm all about efficiency. You know me. I live my life like on the razor's edge. Like when we record, I, I'm on the road, I got three podcasts, I do play-by-play, -play, I got my practice, like I got a lot going on. And so if I can save those precious few minutes from leg washing, yes. I am all in on that kind of thing. Plus we're saving mother nature and we've talked about how saving the earth seems to be a priority for your generation. My generation's gonna step up. We're not gonna waste soap anymore. That uh, to do that little whistle <laughs> with the Irish Spring commercial, like uh, I click my heels together because all that soap is running down my legs and it's like the scrubbing bubbles. All you got to do is spray it on the walls and as they move down, they are cleaning and doing all the work for you. So the soap is muscling through all those oils going down and we're tipping our cap to Sir Isaac Newton with every time we use gravity, we remember him fondly and his theories and the way that he added to the scientific pool of knowledge. And But I'm going to also say, James, when we triage our body in the shower, <laughs> and I know that you take a lot of time going through this because, you know, you got a lot of body there. It's mostly leg and uh, not a lot else. But the point is that I'm going to go after the important parts first. Like the big debate, should you wash your butt in the shower? The answer is yes, and you should do it first. <laughs> Because if you have time to wash anything, that's where you're going after. And then you got armpits are kind of next, and then you got groin, and then you got a face maybe, but you can wash your face with a washcloth standing in front of the mirror, in, in front of the sink. But uh, everything else is just sort of incidental. I don't know how sweaty and disgusting your legs get. I'm guessing on the big Richter <laughs> scale of disgust, you might just barely move that needle on your legs. Butt is gonna tip it out. Like you're in the red zone with the butt, and everything falls between legs and butt. So as long as legs are on the low end of the scale anyway, why waste time? You could be curing cancer, but instead you're washing your legs. And I'll give you one last argument, and then I'll turn it back to you. But half the population already doesn't need to wash their legs because they shave their legs. Women are going to shave their legs, and all of that just pulls all the oil off, and your legs smell clean like whatever product you use to shave with. Plus, you probably lather a little bit of baby oil on it afterward. You're fine. You're good to go. The rest of the day opens up like a an oyster for you. That's a, that's a, that was a lot of words to say nothing. But let me ask you this, Steve. Let me ask you <laughs> one prying, disgusting question that I absolutely don't want to know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What's right. the cutoff? If you don't wash your legs, but you do, you, where, where do you draw the line? Where's, where's your soap line, the dividing line where no soap shall pass south of this point? Where is that for you, Steve? Mid-thigh. Mid-thigh. Mid okay, that's where you... It's a hard line. You have it, like, tattooed on there with a dotted line. No soap shall pass. Uh, uh, you know, it's like at the end of your boxers. Like, boxers are going to cling to scents and oils and smash it into your skin. You're going to need a little bit of soap and possibly a wire brush to get that off. But anything south of there, I mean, what, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> south of there? 
Uh, obviously nothing. And also, women don't shave their legs every day. I mean, that's that's a non-starter. They shave sometimes, not every. I mean, maybe maybe in your house, maybe people there are hairier than elsewhere. But I think usually it's <laughs> you, you shave periodically, not all the time. But I'm gonna go ahead and roll the dice and get us out of here because this is pretty much an open and shut case. People are just gonna think of your unwashed <laughs> legs and they're gonna gag and hopefully vote. And remember, if you vote for him to lose, he'll probably skip another week. So you get spared an episode wow. of Wrong and Wronger. If that's not a great incentive, I don't know what is. So if you want to vote for me and washing your legs like a normal human being, vote for 59. If you are a filthy garbage person and don't want to wash your legs like Steve, vote for 21. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 99. All right. So if you vote for James, you're almost into social security aid. <laughs> if you throw your vote away, you're like Methuselah. But if you want to hit that sweet spot, that bullseye in life, 21, where everything opens up, now you can drink, now you can vote, now you can drive, now you can do anything you want. You can gamble at 21. Remember 21. It's the ideal place to be. Vote for Steve. Because frankly, if you vote for Steve, I'm sorry, if you vote for James to give Steve a week off, you're only doing Steve a favor anyway. <laughs> so until next week where we will again debate one of these topics that James is going to be sitting on for a while because he's the only one that thinks about this stuff. This is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.